this is Powered by Iron Health, an Iron Health podcast based out of Westchester, New York. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to Powered by Iron Health. Today we have Will Carano on our podcast. He is a wrestler and he's getting ready to go over to Iowa University to start wrestling for them. So welcome on to the podcast, Will. Thanks for having me. All right, so today we're just going to get into a little bit of how Will got into wrestling um, and kind of go over some of the injuries. He's actually been a client of ours here at Iron Health. So we're going to just dive right in. So Will, how did you really get into wrestling? What kind of drew your attention to it? And when did you start? So uh, wrestling, I st- or wrestling's always been in my family. Like my dad wrestled uh, basically since he was a little kid. And then he wrestled at Wilkes back when it was D1, whenever he was in college. I don't remember the year. <laughs> but And my mom lives in Pennsylvania as well. And that's where they met at uh, in Wilkes-Barre. So, and Pennsylvania is a big wrestling uh, state and stuff like that. So wrestling's always kind of been a part of my life. And so I wrestled basically the first like six to eight years of my life. And then I got really into baseball and I kind of just didn't want to wrestle anymore. Like I just kind of lost the love for it. And so I played baseball until about six, sixth, seventh grade. And then I wrestled my first year on varsity in seventh grade. And after that year of wrestling, I was like in the baseball practices like that. The, winter practices and I was like this is boring compared to like a wrestling practice and so I kind of just lost my love for baseball and then got back into wrestling and ever since then I've just been wrestling non-stop yeah yeah so uh what weight classes did you start in did you start like lower were you in the middle or no seventh grade I was 99 and then okay. eighth grade I was 113 and then 126 uh then 145 and then 160 and then now i'm about 175. is iowa having you cut weight uh i hope not because i don't <laughs> i don't like cutting weight but i i'll probably go 165 and that's honestly for me that was like one of the worst parts of like wrestling was like the nights of like just being able to eat celery for dinner because you were like oh, i'm close on weight by like even just by ounces it'd be like two ounces and you're like i gotta lose the weight so like celery was like the only thing you could eat because you burn more calories eating the celery. So that was like the toughest part for me because I was, I was light. I wrestled uh, freshman year, I was 106, and then sophomore year I was 113. And I was going through like a growth spurt. So like I should have been like 120, but I was like, coach was like, no, you're staying at 113. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. man, I, I can't get down to 113. So um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's honestly nuts. but. As, you, as growing up from Pennsylvania, obviously you had Penn State pretty close, one of the top schools in the wrestling program. What is it like now having kind of a reality, like you're getting ready to go to Iowa, one of the other best states in schools for wrestling program. What's that feel like? It's just super exciting. I mean, uh, Iowa, this is gonna sound like a little irresponsible, but Iowa was, the only, pl- or I was the only place I wanted to wrestle at. So if like, and it was the only school I even like sent my application into. So if like it wasn't Iowa, I didn't like, I missed like the <laughs> deadlines for everything else. So probably I maybe should have had like other schools, but I was like, I'm getting into Iowa and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrestle there and I'm gonna make the lineup like no matter what. So it, de- dedication, you basically gave yourself no other options. I yeah, think a lot of wrestlers though, like I mean, you look at UFC fighters, there's a lot of fighters that, similar to what you did for school, they fight better when they're pushed up against the ropes. So that's almost exactly what you did. You were like, hey, I'm gonna put the pressure on myself. 
I'm going to make sure that this happens. I want to get into the school. Mm -hmm. So um, we actually, one of our uh, coaches, I told you in our emails back and forth, I had a coach um, from middle school. His, both of his boys ended up wrestling at Iowa um, way back in the day. Not really crazy back in the day, but it was like 2012, 2013 mm -hmm. uh, when they were going through school. And both of them were state champions in Indiana. So uh, definitely cool to be able to like, have another Iowa wrestler that's like, you're getting ready to go live the dream. You're gonna be wrestling. Um, have you chosen a major yet? I'm gonna do physical therapy. Okay, yeah. cool. So who, who got you into that? Kinda, I don't really want like a desk job. And when I see the way you guys do it, I think you guys do PT the best. Like I've been to like, not too many other places, but I think you guys hands down have the best PT. Like, and I think like a desk job will just be the end of me. So I want to be like up and work, like at least standing because like sitting down destroys my back. So I want to just like, I want to be moving around, even if it's not like the most active active, but at least like working on someone or working with someone is more active than me sitting at like a desk typing all day or answering phone calls or anything yeah. like that. So that was kind of like the idea behind it. So let's get into like some of your injuries because I know that you had um, a few injuries that you've had throughout your wrestling career. So what's your most recent injury that you're recovering from and what do you feel like was your hardest? The, my most recent injury is my right ankle. I was at a tournament in August down in Myrtle Beach and it was just like a position I've stepped back in. Like I was in like a single leg or a double leg and we, he kind of pushed into me and I stepped my right leg back and I probably done it like thousands of times at this point, but this just one time my, my like toe caught on the mat and I just, his body weight and my body weight both fell on top of my ankle. It popped. I was like, oh, God, oh, it's, no. it's destroyed. And, but it uh, wasn't as bad as we thought. And I think it was just because of my mobility and all my stretching and stuff kept my ankle from breaking or getting worse than it was. And then you guys obviously helped a ton getting it better. So that was probably also the, the hardest one. And then besides that, I've hurt my, hurt my right shoulder one time. Just, I was, it was, a lot, it was like the last live go. And mm. we got into like a weird sprawl position. And then my one coach, he, uh, Andy Saris, he was an Olympian for Greco, like long time ago. I don't, I, again, I don't know the date. And he just kind of sprawled on me, like just normal. Like he, it shouldn't, nothing that should have happened and didn't feel it when he sprawled on me. But as soon as I reached my arm up to like start wrestling again, I was like, uh-oh, this is, something's <laughs> not right. And then from there, it was just like, getting it better again. What exactly was it with your shoulder? Cause I actually, so I broke my humerus and my coracoid both while wrestling and my right shoulder. Uh, I don't remember, you're gonna have to ask, you'll probably have to ask Joe, but it was, it was like right on the front okay. in there. <clears throat> and then besides that, any uh, all the other little like wrestling injuries, tweaking my back and tweaking my neck, but that, those weren't really like PT need. I think I came to you guys one time for my back cause it was like pretty bad. But yeah. besides that, uh, I'm pretty, lucky with not getting any crazy injuries, but I don't want to jinx it, so. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair though, you got the classic wrestling tradition, you got the qualifier you're rocking. Yeah, I, I got a little bit of it. It's a, uh, my mom didn't like it until yeah. until now, because now I'm going to Iowa. She, she's like, <laughs> she's, I like it. All right, it she's works, like, you fit in. <laughs> she's like, you like a wrestler now. I'm like, all right, mom. <laughs> I think that's the one thing that like, almost any other wrestler, like if you're out in public, you're walking by and all of a sudden you like look over and you see somebody else's ear like messed up, you're like, Oh, hey, you, you, you a wrestler? combat sport, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And every, almost every single time they're like, oh, yeah, 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 wrestling. Or like UFC, something like that. I was, uh, I was rock climbing one time, and I like 
pull myself up onto the ledge and I'm like, I say like hi to the people on the ledge. There's like four other people on the ledge and I'm like setting up the anchor to bring up my partner that I was climbing with. And the guy's like, do you wrestle? And I was like, yeah, how do you know that? He's like, you got the cauliflower ear. And I was like, oh, I was like, and then I saw his ears and his ears were way worse than mine. He had like two big, like yeah. he probably couldn't even hear. They were like closed up completely. I was like, oh, you probably wrestle too, right? He's like, yeah, I wrestle. But now I do like uh, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu and stuff. So it was pretty cool to see. It's kind of like, you, you can just like tell. Yeah, you look at like people like McGregor and sometimes I'm like, I'm looking at McGregor and I'm like, how do you even fit earbuds and your like ears like that? It's like so small and he's like his whole ear is just like just flat almost. Um, and then you have other guys that like uh, their ears like I, one of the guys I play rugby with now, he was a wrestler prior mm -hmm. and he's got the classic ears where like the qualifier ear has actually pulled his ears a little forward and it's just so big and I'm like, you don't even need like ear protection. Like you can just like take hits and like, it's you're not gonna feel anything. Whereas like other guys, we get a cut in our ear, we're gonna be like, oh man, this hurts. Yeah, when, when it gets bad, you like, yeah. like, I get this cut here all the time just cause it's kind of, it's sharp like, and whenever I hit yeah. it, but I, I like don't feel it. It's pretty, it's kind of like a good uh, defense for it. But I'm, I don't have it too bad. Yeah. I got enough of it. But it's it's enough to be able to say, hey, yeah, I'm a wrestler. I'm I'm out here. I'm kicking ass. I'm 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 going in. Mm -hmm. So, um, to get a little bit more into your injuries, because there are a lot of athletes out there, middle school, high school, um, not just in wrestling, but in general, that maybe don't know about physical therapy. Maybe they don't understand what the benefits are. Um, so, since you're majoring in physical therapy and you've also gone through it yourself. What do you feel like are some of the benefits um, to physical therapy and how ha do you feel that it's helped you kind of advance in your game? I think every single time I've got injured from the physical therapy, it's came back stronger. And I've always kind of been mobile. Just I did gymnastics as well for like a long, long time before really getting into wrestling and all that. Like until I was like 12 or something. So I was already super, super mobile and stuff like that. And I always took good care of my body. But I think strengthens it. It, it heals and it strengthens it rather than like getting surgery. Because with my ankle, they were like, oh, we can cut it open right now and you can just get surgery and it'll be fine. But I was like, I don't really want surgery. And so I feel like it's like a really, really good alternative, even though it may take a little longer. Like I'm sure if I got the surgery, my ankle would have been fine now. If I had the surgery, it probably would have been better by now. Mm -hmm. But maybe I lost like some mobility in it. Yeah. Whereas now I still have like a little bit of tweaking in it and all that, but it's not enough to, to hinder me in any way. And it's still my mobility, I think will eventually come back stronger and it will take less time to get it mo more mobile. Cause I feel like if you're, you get surgery on it, you know, it's stuck like in yeah. one position for a while. Whereas this time I've just to, been moving it, through it and keeping it. It's almost like no matter what, like if you get the surgery, like you're gonna have to go through some type of therapy anyways. So yeah. Otherwise, cause once you get that boot off or even a cast, your ankle has, you gotta start working on like being able to flex the ankle again. And like, just like what you said, getting that full mobility back. And that's, uh, I mentioned to you before the podcast, uh, the guy from the UFC, uh, Chris, that had like shattered his like uh, shin uh, in like three different places. Mm -hmm. If you look at his Instagram, and I'll try to like show a few clips um, on on the video version of our podcast. But if you look at his Instagram, like some of the videos of his like rehab, like he's already walking again. And I don't know many guys like even you look back at Dak Prescott last year when he like had his ankle literally snap sideways during their football. 
I think without the physical therapy, a lot of these guys, like they would have been out so much longer than what they were. And like Chris has got a lot of, obviously the more money, obviously you have um, a little bit more opportunities for different physical therapy, but um, he uses uh, this like zero gravity machine um, that actually allows him to kind of start getting that mobility back without mm -hmm. putting too much weight on that. And it's, it's one of those things that like, especially being a wrestler, when you're out of the sport, you're just sitting there on the sidelines itching yeah, it because sucks. you're like <sighs> watching. And unfortunately, sometimes it's your JV guy that you had to fight on the mat to be able to get the varsity spot. And you're having to sit there and watch him mm -hmm. fight throughout that match. And for a team side, you're sitting there coaching them along, coaching them along like, hey, man, with this guy, he's good on this, good on this. So just be careful on that because you've already probably faced that guy in the weight class before the year. Um, but now it's like one of those things that you're sitting there and you're like, no, I would have been able to like handle it this way or that way. And instead this injury set me back. So I think that's one of the benefits having the physical therapy is getting people back out into their sport. Um, and even staying ahead of, of a lot of their injuries as well. Have you, have you done our cryotherapy? No, I want to try it though. Oh, you got to try it. Got so it. The, I think the, the coolest thing with like the cryotherapy and it's something that I preach a lot is like the recovery side. Because think of how many times like you guys come to your like winter practices when it's Christmas break. How hard you guys go for like, oh, we used to do two a days. So like how hard you guys are going in that mat room throughout that time and you're coming home and you're like, okay, I'm wore out, I'm exhausted. I have a match in a week. There's different opportunities that I think um, a lot of schools maybe miss out on or don't use. Um, unless you have your athletic trainer or a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. um, is there a lot of that that you utilize? It? And has Iowa kind of shown you a few of those things too? Uh, Iowa doesn't really show me anything. Or I, I went out to Iowa for a camp, and they have a super, super nice facility. They have a, like an ice tub. They got the, the sauna. Like, they have every, like I love uh, taking ice baths and stuff like that, so I'm going to abuse that like after <laughs> hard practice because there were times where I was – cutting weight and hurting and like the ice bath like just rejuvenates like my my legs especially because the legs feel good everything else feels good for yeah. me personally but uh well obviously the the coaching staff is crazy tom and terry brands and ryan morningstar uh they're i think they're some of the best coaches or i think they probably are contenders for the best coaches in all of college wrestling right now and and then obviously the partners in the room it's, the number one team in the nation so they're I want to wrestle the best guys and so that's kind of like the the place to do it and and then I think just the the culture of the room is kind of a step up just from like the high school room or even my club wrestling room at Empire it's all kind of it's all just a big step up that I think will make my wrestling better and then on the recovery side of it I like I said the cold tub the sauna I think they they probably have some kind of trainer and all that stuff that I can use as well so I, they, I think I got a pretty good setup. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel like are some of your biggest competitors? Do you have a lot of other guys that you wrestled in high school that you know that are going to compet, um, uh, competitive D1 schools that you're going to be competing against? Uh, Not really. I mean, I, I got guys that, uh, like I wrestle at a club called Empire in Somers, mm -hmm. and I've been wrestling with, he's kind of like the only other D1 big time guy that I've been wrestling with. His name's Ty Finn, and he's going to Virginia Tech. 
and he's a really good partner, but he's probably going to be lighter than me. So I don't really, I don't really look at any of that anyway. But I don't really have anybody that I know of. What's your prep look like when you, uh, when you're like getting ready to go and into a match? Do you look at film? Do you have like, what's your kind of preparation that you look into? Hey, this is how I'm going to get ready for this match. Uh, I kind of just like, I I do a little bit of visualization, but I should I should probably do more. But I kind of just I just enjoy wrestling. I like to wrestle, so I just I don't like to think about any of that stuff because I feel like it overcomplicates it and kind of puts things into my head. Like if I'm like oh thinking he's gonna do this like like a single leg or whatever, he's got a really good single, and I'm like not wrestling my best because I'm focused so much on the single leg, I can't focus on my attack. So I try not to focus on what they're gonna do. I just focus on what I am working towards to try to do. And so you focus on being the best. That way no one else can take that from you. Performing my best is, is what I, is, is the key. Cause if the, if I wrestle my hardest and I wrestle the best match of my life, but I still lose, I'll be happy with it. But then if I wrestle like, like a shithead and to just, and then I lose, it's like, ugh. So I, yeah. I look at it as performance and I want the best performance possible for myself. Yeah. I think that's a big note that a lot of other people could easily take is noticing the ability to to focus on how can I be the best, how can I make sure that I'm performing the best, um, to be able to place myself ahead of my competition and, and to continuously stay um, ahead and, and ready for this. And um, a lot of that's preparation, as you know. So training, um, I guess, is where we could get into. Uh, so. I, I don't really focus on anyone else's training because I don't I don't really care what anyone else does. I just kind of focus on what I have to do, and I'm like, this is gonna sound a little weird, but I love pain, but not pain as in like, oh my back hurts or my knee hurts. But I love like killing myself on the bike sprints and wheezing and feel like I'm gonna puke. Like I recently just got into like the last couple months got into like kettlebells. Okay. And so I've been doing, you know, like kettlebell sport yeah. and like long cycle, 10 minutes, like 10 minute snatches. Like yeah. I've been getting, I've been doing a lot of that. And it's just, I just, I just love the feeling of it, the pain of it. And then besides that, I, I train to be, I don't necessarily train for wrestling. Mm-hmm. I just train for like overall, like I want to train the same way as I do now as I am when I'm like 60. Maybe okay. not, maybe not as like sprinting as hard <laughs> on the bike or lifting as heavy, but like kind of the same programming style of if that makes any sense like i don't want to have to be like not i don't want to be able to do bike sprints or kettlebell swings or snatches or deadlifts because i got something that's hurting me so i kind of train smart and to be like super structurally strong and that's a a big uh kind of thanks to my dad because that's he always preached that of because he's got injuries now like his shoulders and he's coming iron health for it and his back's all messed up from because he kind of trained in like the bodybuilder era of where you just kind of like destroy yourself yeah. bodybuilding. And so now he's got a bunch of injuries. And he doesn't want that for me or any of my sisters or anything like that. So that's just kind of how I train. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's it's interesting always to hear kind of a lot of how different professionals train. Um, for example, we had uh, an NFL player, one of my friends, on back in January on our first episode for the season. Um, and one of the interesting things hearing from him was just how unique NFL training was. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to be a lot similar to your guys' D1 program is 
in his words, once you made it to the NFL, it was almost like college, but on a whole different level because what you were dealing with was basically, you didn't have somebody telling you, hey, this is what you have to do on your off days. During the off season, during the season, he was three days of practice. Mm -hmm. And his off days, he had to be able to figure out, hey, this is what I'm gonna focus on. Um, so that means you're sitting at home, you're not having anything else that you, like no one's over your shoulder saying, hey, this is what you gotta do. Um, and it's all in that mentality of like, I know that I gotta set myself apart. I know that I wanna focus on being able to be, as you, as you said, structurally strong. So what do I need to do? What kind of program do I have to set up for myself to ensure that I continue down that path um, and I don't allow different, I guess, uh, different things to kind of sidetrack me from what my goal is to just stay fit, stay prepared, um, which in return for somebody like you just naturally takes you and pushes you to the top. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's one of the unique things. Are there, are there wrestlers? Cause obviously you got into the baseball, you got back into wrestling, you grew up in a wrestling family. Are there wrestlers that you naturally look up to, whether it's in the UFC, MMA, or even Olympian wrestlers? So I kind of have, there's kind of been like periods where I would kind of focus on one certain thing that one certain guy did. Like obviously my, some of my favorite wrestlers to watch just in general are like uh, Tom and Terry Brand just because they were such a high pace and they would just break people and then to make no one want to wrestle them. And I, I love making, I love when someone doesn't want to wrestle you. And so they did that a lot. Zane Rutherford from Penn State, he graduated a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. He would do that with his heavy hands and then his top work. Spencer Lee did that, uh, does that as well. He just does crazy stuff on top and just makes it look like the other guy is just drilling with him while he's just turning him like it's nothing. And, but yeah, so I kind of focus on certain, certain guys that I like because of something good they do. Like Aaron Pico, he doesn't wrestle anymore. And he had, I think he had crazy potential, but he just didn't kind of, he kind of went through like a bad phase of some losses. And I don't remember, I think it was the Olympic team trials he lost mm -hmm. in. And then he, now he's in uh, MMA, but he had some of the craziest hand fighting. And so I used to just watch him for hours and just kind of watch it and then try to do it in practice. And I think it made my hand fighting better. And so, yeah, I just kind of watch people who I like and then try to mimic good things that they do and implement yeah. it into my wrestling in my own kind of way. So what's your favorite wrestling move then? Uh, like if, if you could only do one wrestling move and that's the only one that you could do, whether it's top, bottom, um, what, what, would, what would be that move that you would always go to? probably just be a snatch single because I've been working on it a lot right now so I'm liking it and you don't got to hit your knee so it's, <laughs> it's just easier you just grab it and you're in good position so that's probably that or but it kind of depends on the style as well like freestyle there's different stuff Greco would be some kind of like big throw but besides that it's probably a, it's probably a snatch single what throw would you do if you were in Greco then uh some kind of step around body lock where, they, where the feet go flying <laughs> and the whole crowd screams. One of those. You, you, so, so do you, do you like, like the attention, attention then? Not really. No, no I, I'm not, not, a, I'm not, not a, a big attention, attention guy. guy. I kind of, when uh, you know how you make like some, uh, when people get into like a D1 school, they make like the picture of you and with like the singlet on. 
like people were somebody posted it first and then everyone else started posting and everyone was like messaging me and like i'm not re i don't really like all the attention up but i don't like <laughs> i don't like getting interviewed too much uh i'm kind of like i like to compare myself to like the navy seals like they do stuff behind the scenes mm -hmm. that like no one you won't know about till later you, you work in silence sense. you move in yeah, silence yeah exactly under the radar so you're going in d1 you're going to wrestle for top of the nation what's your what's your goal with wrestling is it something that if you had the opportunity and say the u.s olympic team came after you and said hey well we saw what you did we want you to come wrestle for us um is that something that you would want to do is is there kind of a goal that you have in mind of this would be nice if i don't if it doesn't come not a big deal but this is what i would love to be able to do with it yeah, I want to. I want to make. I want to make the team at Iowa, or like break the lineup at Iowa at uh, 165, probably 174 or whatever, whatever weight I end up going. And then I want to be uh, an NCAA All-American or or win, obviously. The goal is to win, but I'll I'll take like a an All-American as well. So you're getting back out to Iowa. You're getting ready to start um, your guys' season of preparation ready to build off of that um what's one thing that you're looking forward to getting out into the midwest for uh kind of i don't want to say everything but everything like i'm just excited to go out there i went out there once for a camp and i just like iowa city was really or it's like iowa city coralville was super 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 nice the campus is super super nice there are facilities like amazing and then just excited to like take that next step and wrestle like the best guys and really take my wrestling to the next level. So I'm kind of just excited for the whole experience. What's one school that you're like, I wouldn't say nervous for, but uh, I guess most antsy to uh, go up against? Uh, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about that, to be <laughs> honest. I, I, I don't really think about who I'm wrestling or I'll probably end up having to do a little bit of that like for big Through matches them. and stuff yeah. like that, watch film and <clears throat> all that because it's such a high level. But just right now, I don't really care who I'm wrestling. I just like enjoy wrestling and just want to wrestle to the best of my ability. Yeah. Are you, is there a school that you're looking forward to wrestling against? Not really. No. I mean, maybe once I see some of like the guys I know from like my club or other people I just know through wrestling at there and throughout my weight, I'd want to wrestle them. But at the moment, no. Is there anything that you're doing right now? Are you enjoying foods right now while you can? Uh, I always I always <laughs> enjoy foods because I, I was never a big or I'm not a big cutting weight guy. I've always just wrestled what I what I weigh. And so yeah, I'm just I'm just enjoying foods. It's kind of I just eat. kind. I've always kind of ate healthy normally, mm -hmm. but I do eat a lot. Has Iowa told you, or do they have any like specific diets for the wrestlers or is it just kind of be like, hey, if you miss your weight, that's on you? Are uh, they, they, not that I know of yet, but I would definitely think that if somebody wanted to try to lose 20 pounds to make like, let's just say 157 or something, they'd have some nutritionist uh, come in and make their, their food for every day of the week and all that so i would assume yes yeah, that, that must they, be nice I, I would say hey i'm i'm looking to lose five pounds every single week just because i'm like i wouldn't mind having somebody come cook meals for me <laughs> i don't know if they i don't know if they cook your meals i more i think it's kind of just like uh telling you what to eat tell you what to eat yeah 
but I'm not sure if they make it for you. If they made it for you, that would be awesome. <laughs> Just go ahead and take it. All right, so you know how guys will take pins, like the little clothes pins, and we'll put them in our hats or something during wrestling season to show how many pins we get. So it sounds like Every time you win, you just get another lizard. So how many lizards are you getting ready to get? Cause like, I feel like you're getting ready to go down this long winning streak. And I don't know how many, I mean, are you gonna have to, you're gonna have to have a whole room eventually dedicated to this. My room now is kind of already dedicated <laughs> to him. There's lizard cages everywhere. Cause I got, I, I got big cages for him, but I think six is enough for now. At least there are some more that I want, like when I'm older, but. Like specific, uh, uh, like, um, Types? So, yeah, there's like certain kinds, like there's like a shingleback skink that I want, but they're kind of, they're like 12 grand right now because they're like oh from God. Australia and Australia doesn't allow imports out of Australia or exports out of Australia. So they're like impossible to find, but they're becoming more popular now. So I'm hoping that like 10, 15 years down the line, they're not a, they're maybe like only a grand instead of 12 grand. What's, what's the uh, lizard that like runs on its back legs like and sprints across and like spits and stuff? Uh, there are a couple that do that. My desert iguana can actually do that. She's only that's done nuts. it once and I scared her and that's why she did it. <laughs> but she doesn't usually do it. But there are, there are a bunch of like little fast desert lizards that will sprint on their back legs or the Chinese water dragon that will run on their back legs across <laughs> the water that everyone thinks is super cool. That's nuts. Well, Will, again, I appreciate you coming out and being on the uh, Powered by Iron Health podcast. Um, and again, I'm, we're all outside to be able to see what you're doing uh, at Iowa University. So maybe maybe one day uh, Joe and I will have to jump out there and be able to see you in one of your uh, matches live. So Yeah, that would be but awesome. But it's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, coming on. So Thank you for having me. Absolutely. With that being said, guys, this is the end of the Powered by Iron Health podcast. Uh, Will was a phenomenal guest to have on. Um, all of his information we'll go ahead and have in our uh, bio notes for this podcast. And be sure to go ahead and check him out. Will, what's your personal Instagram? Just Will underscore Carano. That's it. So go ahead and check him out, guys. Um, and be sure to check in to NCAA this year and uh, start trying to catch your boy out there on the mat. Thank you for joining us today on the Powered by Iron Health podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show, and if you'd like more resources and information on Iron Health, please go to ironhealth.co. You can also find us on our socials on Facebook and Instagram, both at ironhealth.co. Keep moving and stay active.